Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's topic is the coach approach parent training. And to do that, we have Mandy Frost, CEO and founder of MyLifeCoach360.com. Mandy is a strong believer and firm in the word. She speaks with such clarity, wisdom to ground in the truth. We will be talking about how homeschooling is freedom education, not school at home how students learn at developmental levels and through real life hands-on experiences. We will be covering topics such as social emotional learning, which is not to be confused with the woke version, which is called transformational social emotional learning. How students' actions and habits become more intentional and consistent as they figure out their best solutions to their challenges with more confidence and how to navigate teams to take personal responsibility for their actions. This is such a great episode to end July with. And on top of all that homeschool advantage nation, on August 4th and 5th, Mandy is offering her teaser class that normally costs $30 at a 25% off discount for my listeners. The link will be in the show notes. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what Mandy has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. And today we have Mandy Frost from MyLifeCoach360.com. Mandy, say hello to our listeners and tell us something you think most don't know about homeschooling. Hi, Bex, and hi, everybody. And um, thank you so much for inviting me here. I'm really excited to share with you. Yes. Um, it's a wonderful opportunity to get the word out. You know, being a, a veteran home educator, I just love to share a lot of what's on my heart and what my passion is. So really, homeschooling for us is freedom education. You know, when I was homeschooling my kids, they're all young adults now, I wanted them to love learning. I wanted them to, you know, have whatever they were learning with their desk work, they could make connections in the real world. It's really about living life. It's from when you wake up in the morning till you go to bed at night. Now, you can't put it into a little box. And I also want to say that the home environment is the best place for children to learn. You know, you can't learn everything in a classroom. You know, as with homeschooling parents, you can relate all their learning to what is going on in the real world. And I think that's what I love about, you know, um, freedom learning, education, helping them find their passion and helping them to um, relate to God's world in a real way. As they explore, as you inspire them, you know, it's more about inspiring them than requiring them to do X, Y, Z. And so it really becomes a lifelong, lifelong learning. And they want to give them that love for learning. Your curriculum is based on life coaching. Yes, life coaching. That's right. Tell us, how does your curriculum promote the life learning skills that parents can pass on to their children? Well, it's really what it's really about social emotional learning because that's where it all starts and so what I want to say before I go into the focus of the curriculum is I do one-on-one life coaching with students as well as parents and so what I also did as I was doing my coaching I realized that there were some parents that wanted more group coaching for their children also particularly if they couldn't always afford the one-on-one then I developed these Um, curriculums, I call them curriculums because it's just easier to sort of think about curriculums, but they're really coaching group coaching sessions, if you like. Um, And so what I wanted to focus on was helping 
um, helping students and children become more self-directed, helping them to be inspired, helping them to be self-motivated, helping them to, um, you know, know how to motivate themselves when the tough get, when, when it gets tough, when there's things that they maybe have to learn that is required, because sometimes we do have to tick those boxes. It is, it is what it is. As they get older, there are some boxes they need to tick. So how do they, how do they motivate themselves? Because you're wanting them to experience that internal motivation because I know often what parents do is they're giving them these external rewards and the more external rewards they give their children the less motivated they become because now the carrot has got to get more and more enticing for them and you've got to teach them to know how to self be more self-directed and so this is what it does and it helps them to take more ownership more responsibility because then they get excited when they are able to you know make those decisions for themselves figure out their best solutions to their challenges and so I want to go into a little bit of detail here because I think it's really important with social emotional learning is um, if you think about we have the difficulties that parents face, you know, they will see certain behaviors in their children that maybe they are concerned about or challenges they're experiencing with executive function challenges. But what is under the iceberg? So when a child is not motivated, or when a child is being disrespectful, or when a child is, you know, lashing out in anger at the sibling, whatever that behavior, whatever that outcome is, what is going on below the surface? And at the end of the day, the challenges comes down to what is their self-talk? You know, what are their thought patterns? Because as we know, our thoughts create our emotions, which then creates our behavior. And so you have to go right back for social emotional learning. You have to you have to help students challenge their thinking, question those limiting beliefs, question that self-talk that they have, because it's how they see themselves is how they're going to respond. Um, they feel like they can't do something or they're not good enough. That's going to affect their relationships and their actions. And so really coaching is, is, is looking at those things under the iceberg as well and helping students find out what are those things that are holding them back? What are their challenges? How are their thought life affecting their actions? Um, and so it's going back to, if you want to live well, we need to think well. So thinking well in order to live well. Um, and so this is a lot of what coaching does because it's often a thought that starts that um, lack of motivation or um, you know, I don't know. Does that make sense to you? Yes. It sounds like a lot of resiliency, growth, positive mindsets, and a lot of proactivity on the child's part, which is what you're actually, it sounds like that's what you're championing. And that's what you want to encourage and foster and help parents do the same thing. I know in our last conversation, you talked about coaching, how parents can do that through coaching. And we had, I had made that analogy that a lot of times kids really can resonate with their coaches when they're like athletes, how they resonate with coaches so well, because the coaches right there, giving them, they have given them the skills and the techniques and tools to be able to execute on the field. And then they're on the sidelines, just cheering them on. So how how does that coaching operate with parents doing the same thing in life? Yes, and I love that because 
part of what I do is helping parents be more of a coach parent, you know, moving from the boss manager parent, I'm telling you what to do, to being more of that curious coach parent where you are moving away from telling to more, asking them the questions so that you can evoke that self-awareness in them. So they can start thinking about well, what are my thoughts? Why did I behave like that? Um, and so it's about um, um, going from, so bringing out their potential in helping them be more self-directed and the, the scripture that I use and I know we spoke about this the last time was Proverbs 20 verse 5 is counsel in the heart is like deep water but a man of understanding will draw it out and so that is what coaching does so what I do in with my students I coach them I don't teach them I don't tell them what to do I don't say well you know do all of these study habits for yourself I encourage them to think about what could work for them. Let's experiment together. This is a journey of discovery. It's okay if this, if your plan doesn't work, let's try this out. What do you think? Let's brainstorm together. And so that is what I show parents to do is how they can get more buy-in, invite their kids in, but also what happens, it builds their confidence. It builds their, the way they see themselves. It draws out their potential because that is one of the big questions I get with parents. The biggest concern is I wish my child would just, you know, see their potential. I wish they would use their full potential. And coaching is a way of drawing out that full potential, that God-given potential where their kids will then be their best and be who they need to be. Sounds a lot like a Socratic method, but in a different vein. So what was your inspiration for creating this type of curriculum and program? And that's also a great question because I didn't use these coach strategies when my children were teenagers. I was more the boss manager parent. And so when I started to do my training and when my children left home and we, you know, I started doing some coach training, I realized that these were strategies that I, I really could have done. So I know I did a lot of what um, what, I, what, do, what wasn't working. And so now I certainly do know what does work. And so I really get passionate about it because I know that the coach approach to parenting and home education is a much better way of communicating with kids and particularly um, helping, the, you know, which also improves more connection and more collaboration. You know, you're getting more of that buy-in and more cooperation and, and really, really helps to improve relationships. So that's really the core of the coaching behind this is really my heart is to see families connect in relationships. That is really beautiful because I know a lot of the social emotional learning has gotten a little bit of a stigma out there because it doesn't sound like what you're talking about. It actually sounds way different when you read about it on the internet. What you're talking about is literally in helping the child become an adult and grow, preparing them for those with those soft skills so that they might be able to make real decisions and not lean on how they're feeling at this moment, but understand, well, why am I feeling this? Is this right or, you know, is this right or wrong? And you use the foundation of the, you know, biblical foundations to determine that, which I think that is the, that's the difference, right? Like that is exactly where our foundation lies will always be the determiner on our, like who we are and and um our and how we we approach and and do things for sure can i add something to that for a second with Please, regards add. to it's different to what 
the mainstream is talking about. The big difference here is from a biblical point of view because it's about changing the heart. So changing the heart, we know that the heart is deceptive above all else. We know that we don't have good hearts, right? Because what is good? What does that look like? No one is good um, according to scripture. So we want to change hearts. And so we want them to come to a place where these thoughts um, you know, are, are affecting my actions, but what is the heart doing? What are the, what's the motive behind that? And so you're challenging your kids to also think on a biblical way to renew their mind, renew their thoughts, to challenge those incorrect thinking patterns. And so I think that's a very important point that you bring up. That's very powerful. I'm glad you said that. It has everything to do with the heart and it's changing the heart, just that foundation of where everything starts from, right? What would a session with you look like? Okay, so we are... Okay, so whether we're talking about individual coaching or group coaching, the general um, structure that I use is more or less the same, just different with the, with the group session. But basically what happens is um, I challenge the students, I'm going to call them students, I challenge your child to think about what they want to achieve, like what do they what do they want to get out of the coaching? So whether it's, um, you know, the 15 week session, 15 weeks, which is the, the GO program curriculum, is for what, do, what would you want to achieve by the end of our time together? So whether they're with me one-on-one -on -one or group, however long that is, they will have a goal that they set. And there's something that every single student wants, um, whether it's, oh, I want more time for fun. I want to you know, work on my time management. I want to improve my relationships. They all have a goal. It's amazing what goals they have. And so I say, okay, so how would it feel if you could achieve that after our time together? What would that feel like? You know, how would that impact your life? I want them to really sit in that place of, wow, this could really impact my life. How could it impact my relationship? How could it impact the time that I spend in the day? So I want them to be thinking about that. And so that's the first thing we do is you always set that ultimate goal that we want. To, so we have a place where we're going. We have direction. We don't know where we're going. Um, and then I, so then in each session, um, I ask them, okay, for this session, what do you want to what do you want to walk away with today that that's more the one-on-one -on -one. what do you want to walk away with today because because within that big goal there's going to be something that they want to achieve that day and what's going to make this conversation helpful to you um so also i have direction for each session as well and so we explore whatever they are struggling with say well, well i'm really struggling with um you know, being kind to my brother today, let's just say. And so we work on, okay, then I will ask them exploratory, exploratory questions as a coach. We'll explore that. And then um, they will get a lot of self-awareness. And I want to bring that word in a lot here because self-awareness through self-reflective questions are fantastic. And this is where the magic happens because you're wanting them to think about what they're thinking, right? That whole metacognition thing. And so through the, the questions, they begin to realize what they can see the issues. They can see the problems. What is getting in their way? What's behind the iceberg? I don't tell them that. And then at the end, I say, okay, so what are you realizing? What are you learning about yourself? What do you think would be the next step? What's one step you could take this week to improve that relationship? And they come up with their own solutions, which is very powerful as well. And I mean, I can, this is the whole thing with the coach parent is when I coach, when I coach parents, it's hard to, to shift from that, I'm going to find a solution for you and tell you how to fix this problem to I'm going to sit back and listen and hear what your your solution is. That's a really hard shift for parents. And so as a coach, obviously, I can do that. 
you know, in a professional sense, a lot easier than even with my own children. But anyway, and so they come up with their own solution. They say, right, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And then what I then do is hold them accountable. How are you going to do that? So I use the smart actions that I, I go through. So what are you going to do? Making sure they know exactly what that specific plan is for them. Because I want to make them, I want them to succeed in it. What are they going to do? What does that look like? How do you know when what you said you're going to do is done? Because sometimes they don't always know what done looks like. You know, um, I can explain a little bit more later if, if you need me to. And then you get the smart action with, well, how doable is this? You know, if you're going to be kind to your brother, how doable is it for you to um, get a drink for your brother every day or whatever it is that you're wanting to do? How doable are you going to, is this manageable? Um, the other thing is, um, you know, rewarding. The, the, the smart in the smart goals, R is for rewarding. How rewarding will this be? Like if you did do this. How is that going to make you feel? So, because you want them to realize that the why behind why they're doing something and to be reminded of that for that self-motivation. And when are you going to do this by? So I go through the accountability questions with them. And then I ask them, how are you going to remember to do what you said you're going to do? And they actually tell me what they're going to do. So now they've said it. It's very powerful. I haven't told them what to do. They've said what they're going to do. How can I support you is my last question. What do you need from me to make sure that you do this? Whether it's a text message in the week or if it's a little, whatever it is that they want me to do. And so in the same way, so they are, so we end off with the accountability. And then when we meet again the next week, we say, okay, so how did your plan go? How did you follow through? And often they don't follow through. And that's great because now we can learn, okay, what got in your way? There's a good, good, a good place to, to um, learn what didn't work and what is working. And so that's the whole self-discovery. Sounds like a lot of personal agency as well. Do you find that there is more of a commonly mentioned like goal or maybe self-limiting belief that, that a child has when they, but when you first ask them that question? Yes, they don't always notice the self-limiting beliefs. And very often they discover that through the coaching sessions, like a relationship issue could be because of the way they see themselves I don't like myself I got no friends you know how do you respond to that thought that thought is bringing an action um, and so you you're seeing how your thoughts actually contribute to your behaviors um, and so a lot of the time it's a time management thing they want more time for the things that they love they want more time for projects um, those distractions get in the way those are pretty big those distractions that stop them from doing the things they need to be doing and being productive what type of child will benefit from your coaching? Well, I want to say that all children will benefit. Sure. However, it's important we have buy-in. And so when I, particularly when I do the one-on-one, I meet with the student because if they're pushing their heels and they don't want to be there, we're actually going to be wasting our time because you want to be, you need to be, want to be coached. So I meet the student separately and I meet the parents separately and I determine that buy-in. Um, but as soon as the student, when they're not quite sure what coaching is, I have to explain what that is. And then they realize that, oh, this could be, a, this could be really the, when they see the benefit of what they could achieve they bought in straight away. And so I think the idea there is this is the child deciding, even though the parent knows that this would be a great class, let's say it's a group coaching class, you want them to have that buy-in. And so when I do my group coaching, I have a sample class that students can join to see if they want to do this, but most importantly, so they feel they have that choice. 
and then they know there's that buy-in and so before they do the curriculum there is a chance for them to actually experience coaching before they make that commitment and so that creates that invites that buy-in and ownership awesome as we are wrapping things up there's so much that i just learned i'm just excited to be able to like utilize it i mean i've utilized it with my students but you're right when it comes down to you know your own flesh and blood sometimes it, it's a little bit more difficult to do that separation and i think probably it's because parents tend to become so personally invested it's almost like why would you do that you know i wouldn't do that and it's that separation even from there being like nope your child really is an individual they have a lot of tendencies like you but the chances are they really are quite different with their own thoughts but you have invested a lot into them to help them develop where they are at this very moment and now how do you take it to that next level and coach them through what they're thinking whether you know whether it's a good thought or a bad thought like where did it come from why are you thinking it you know and leading them properly and definitely checking make sure their heart is in the right place and their foundation is built on a strong rock so much that goes into what you do i think that's fantastic so what is the call to action where can they connect with you be able to register for your group sessions do you said you had like a a 25% discount for people? Yes. If they want to get their, you know, teenager or, I mean, I've been asked whether I can do this class for middle schoolers and I can as well, as well as high school, they can get a 25% off the sample class teaser. So if they go to my website, mylifecoach360.com and go to, um, I think it's under the sample class teaser, they can use um, the coupon get 25% off um, get, you know, the capital is a capital G case sensitive, they can get 25% off that, that sample class. And then their student can come to that sample class and then decide if this is what they want to do. So mylifecoach360.com or slash resources is another place to go if they want to get um, some resources, helping them with communication with their, their child or even with executive function. There's also a lot of things on that resource page for them for free. You, you mentioned executive function. What is, what is executive function? So it's really all of those skills that they need to follow through with a task in a sense or be productive. I mean, I mean, there's so many different aspects of executive function, you know, you know, critical thinking, planning ahead, getting started with work, self-motivation, emotional regulation is one of the things as well, organization, time management. Um, it's really all of those skills that they need to actually be successful young adults and get things done. Sounds like you're building leaders, strong leaders. Yes, confident leaders who are, are strong in their convictions um, and are grounded in their in their faith as well, hopefully. <laughs> Beautiful. Is there one thing you want to leave parents with, one big takeaway from our conversation today? I think what I want to say is it's very, when I want to say it's very easy to parent out of fear because mm -hmm. there's so much going on in the world today that do, it does make parents fearful of what is going to happen to their kids with so much going on. And so parenting out of fear, again, I would really, as a parent, this is what I would be doing is thinking about, okay, what are my, what are my fears about my child? Even get a journal and jot those things down because that is, that is going to affect the way that, that you show up with your child. You're going to be micromanaging and, you know, with that fear coming up again, we've got to now look at our own self-talk, look at those 
what emotions does it bring and what actions when you act out of in from a place of fear what how are you behaving how does it affect your relationship so that was what i would really say and ask the lord to reveal to you what those things are and then ask yourself the question what do i need to let go of and what do i need to embrace maybe you need to embrace more freedom more embrace more faith to just trust god in the process so i would just prayerfully take those those questions to god and just write those down and just see how how that affects you and how you show up with your, with your child when you can just let go of those fears. The way you have described your coaching and how you direct and help parents and students is absolutely beautiful. It's the, the result is most definitely going to be strong, confident students and leaders coming through. And that's what we need for this next generation to be able to understand themselves more, have more self-awareness and to be present in the moments where things are happening and you're training them up to be very conscientious citizens as well. So I think that's beautiful what you're doing. Thank you so much for coming on today, Mandy, and sharing your your wisdom, your expertise, you know, all of your experience and doing what you do for parents. It, this is definitely something that is really, really needed. And you're right, because right now it, it's such a hyper fear based environment things like this to ground parents and help you know students just take captive their thoughts i think it's very powerful so thank you so much for what you're doing thank you thank you so much for inviting me i appreciate it and just knowing that coaching is a better way of communicating with our children you know not micromanaging them and just having that um you you are working it's a side-by-side relationship you know and i think that's important that that partnership and yeah. you inviting them you're also creating more space and trust when you're inviting them to then come to you with the things that are they are struggling with um so you're creating that that space that trust um which is very important and and yeah i think i just wanted to mention that as well i'm so glad you did because i was gonna say i it this sounds like it builds trust as well. And how important is that? Because yes, there, there are children for the rest of our lives, but truthfully, after a certain age, they become more, more like friends, really, where you begin to talk and you, within those years, those few years in the very beginning, that's where all of that trust and that communication and that space is built so that when they become adults, they go back to their parents and still want to talk with them and build a deeper relationship with their parents beautiful love it thank you so much mandy yes. for coming on today thank you bex i so enjoyed being here take care you've been listening to the homeschool advantage podcast where you get the scoop on all the latest vendors that fit your lifestyle thanks for listening also, follow me wherever you listen to your podcast to stay up to date on the next episode. You can also visit my website where the episodes will be and for my free lesson plan course, which can help you if you have different vendors and you're wondering, how do I make them all flow together? Let me help you with that. And if you're a vendor and you think you would like to be on the podcast, send me an email realedtalk at gmail.com. Leave me your name, contact, website, and I'll get back to you. Thanks for stopping in with me and I'll see you on the next time. <laughs>